And welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner. kick off the episode talking about Super Bowl breaking down each play I've got a breakdown of play each by quarter play. here yeah. play by play opening kickoff you remember what happened opening kickoff you explain it well we, I, that's not where you start you start at the coin toss that's the start of the you yeah. know what I would start at the beginning I think we got to go further back man I think we got to go back let's start it all started in somewhere in California Tom Britt Maurice Brady gives birth to Tom Brady. I know what a lot of people are thinking already. Isn't Maurice a men's name? That that is what drove Tom to become such a winner is the fact that his mom had such a such a masculine name. Now we were we were streaming it, Gary. We were streaming we were, the Super we Bowl were. together. Um, you know, doing a nice socially distanced time. I was thinking today looked a lot different than what we did last year. Do you remember we, what did we do we last at, year? We were at your home. Oh yes. We had a lovely get together. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So <laughs> last, <laughs> okay. So last year I'm at a family dinner beforehand. Yeah. And so and it's a nice restaurant. Look, it was, so I'm not one to not dress up. So I dress up for a nice meal. I oh, think you know what? it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> and and there were a lot of like different groups of people at at this Super Bowl party. You know, people that maybe didn't no, wouldn't normally interact with each other right yeah, all yeah. together in one room um conversating over a football game i walk in and i expect a warm welcome right it's a bunch of my friends shouldn't expect a, that never should expect that ever and so i walk in and the first thing someone says from across the room is basically this motherfucker looks like steve jobs and i look <laughs> down at my outfit and i thought shit i was wearing i was wearing sneakers I was wearing Levi jeans. Yeah. I was wearing uh, a, sp- a sports jacket. And, a and I think I had a turquoise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Damn it. And I just remember the, it's a really bittersweet feeling to have a bunch of people bond together to cause that bond, but then to know that it's based off uh, making fun of your appearance. So last night, I dressed up once again, turtleneck, jeans, New Balance sneakers, just in the privacy, just in the privacy of my own home. You didn't even area. tell us about that. You just I've, no refused to. No, you I just did fact, it. Just just did it on my own on a whim. Now, people will notice. First things first. Welcome to episode six. Show to LeBron James, episode six, season two, the Runamuck Podcast. Welcome. Of course, we're gonna jump in to our bachelor recap a little spicy episode a new villain emerges as soon as we just got a revolving door of villains dude one (laughs) goes out we get another (laughs) and and we're gonna obviously have caleb Beeran to talk a little bit of nba basketball we're gonna talk all-star stuff we're gonna talk we got a whole bunch of fun nba topics as well and we got a our picks are very close guy i don't know if you took a look but very tight race i think you messaged in the group you're like boys these picks 
very tight race yeah Yeah, exactly so we'll get into all that we do have caleb here standing by people don't know that caleb just lurks in the call for uh for an hour and a half he's here right now yeah but he just doesn't normally say anything like he just sits all through bachelor he just kind of sits quietly even if we gave him the go ahead to speak right now he would not caleb say something right now there you go see yeah until we say time for basketball he's not no, no, Caleb, that wasn't the. No, oh, you, get, you throw him off, dude. He, he waits for those trigger. No, Caleb, this isn't. This is basketball time. Just go, take a little nap. We'll be with you soon. But no Carson today. A busy man, and uh, and we're sad. Maybe I'll hit him up. See if I can convince him to come on talking about badge. Just because I know that he he can get sucked in. He can get sucked in. Now, yeah. been, Carson, you missed one of the worst opening pods that we've ever done. It was just, <laughs> it was it was just like not funny. What do you um, mean? What did you guys talk about? nothing oh dude i talked about my beef with a new balance employee no, um, that was funny but the whole that, like, that was fun. well, like, actually one of the worst you think i don't think oh, i so. just don't i know maybe i uh, it's tough to say because we've had, we have so many different <laughs> definitions of what could define worst right we've had worst where it's not funny we've had worse where people get really mad at what we say <laughs> we've had worse where it just falls off the rails like we have hit so many different rock bottoms that it's tough to differentiate differentiate you know what i mean <laughs> Guys, welcome to our Bachelor recap of episode six. And look who we have. We said at the beginning of the episode, no Carson <laughs> Cooper. And I had a feeling, I had a feeling if I texted you. Yeah, look dude, what the cat dragged in. You thought. Look what the damn cat dragged in. That's right. Man, it, because we just love talking. We're just, it's just, it's just. We're just integrity. Batch Boys. And we love. We're just the yeah, Batch Boys. It's, 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 does it come down to integrity at the end of the day? It really does. Like how much do you value yourself as a, as a person? And I value myself pretty high. So here I am. That and those two things are completely correlated. Recap the bachelor and how much you value yourself. We really found a way to pat ourselves yeah. on the back there, eh? Okay, Shows you how our, uh, our so mind we works. Start, we start with like right in the heat of it. We left last episode, Jasenia versus MJ, and we come right back there immediately. Jasenia, okay, she opens the episode being like, Look, I, I got a fight. I could be talking to my future husband no you're not i mean come on like (laughs) at this point just send them both home but mj she never stood a chance man she showed up she entered the debate dressed like the captain of a carnival cruise (laughs) you know come on and just senya comes in with with an outfit that i mean she looked fantastic it's an outfit that was crafted to highlight a badonkadonk and you never stood a chance and so of course this is two episodes in a row with a weak-ass fake cry. First, Anna, now MJ. Guys, what were your thoughts on that little conflict? I mean, I, I believe I texted you the, the moment it started uh, between the two, like mo- the moment the episode started, and they're, they're sitting there talking because MJ was just saying some wild stuff that just didn't mm-hmm. make any sense. What was I, – I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know I texted it to you in quotations. Do you remember what the line that she – she said was she was was something along the fact that she's been preaching unity and trying to bring the house together yeah and like we discussed last week 
that's it's the complete opposite she kept saying harmony and unity and that's what uh, harmony and unity bar barstool trent who's hilarious he he's on chicks in the office a lot of time uh he tweeted out that um uh, unity and harmony is what mj named her fists which i thought <laughs> was just the best take um and we get a lot we get a little bit of a weak bitch off we get the two girls. You're a weak bitch. No, you're, no, you're you're the weak bitch. I'm the bad. I'm the bad bitch. And we get a lot of that back and forth. It was it 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 felt like I was watching two 13 year olds go back and forth. It was For so sure. immature. And last week when we just kind of saw like the a little like taste of it uh, before the ep- episode ended, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking like, uh, I know we were talking about like just send them both home. And I was thinking, does Jessenia really need to go home? Like MJ definitely does, but like I don't know if Jessenia really does. But then after watching this whole thing kind of unfold, I was just, just getting both gone. Yeah. Let me say this, dude. I, I, I agree because I think people are too quick on the internet with this show specifically and, and just in general to idolize someone. Like they go against the villain sure. and now it's like, oh, all hail Jasenia. I see people on Twitter saying protect Jasenia at all costs. I, no, I, I don't. She kind of gives me a lit look. I, and look, she seemed fine, but she was laughing at those uh, varsity and JV jokes. She seems For a little sure. bit of, like, of get, grab at the moment. Obviously not like an instigator to the degree that MJ was like by any means, but at the end of the day, like you're still sitting there laughing and you're still contributing to that whole environment. So to kind of like frame the entire thing, like it's okay to call MJ out for what she did. That's completely fine. But to take it to the extreme where you're acting like you had no role in it yeah. whatsoever, like you're outside yeah. outsider watching, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, Gary, what are your thoughts on Jasenia? She, she, she obviously when Matt sends MJ home. I mean, I think we're all kind yeah, of. I don't know. You out of here, dude. did you pick Jasenia? She in your no, no, three? no, Hell no, dude. You did. I did. Yeah, I liked yeah. her, dude. I liked her at the start. Yeah. She seemed like a great candidate. I, I mean, just couldn't. I couldn't remember her name for long enough to pick her. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. I just, get her out of here. Yeah. I do love the entrance back in after any two on one. It's like a mighty gladiator yeah. <laughs> returning to to the camp after a uh, an arena. Uh, victory it's just yeah it's a beautiful moment i love the reaction of the girls like reacting to the producer walking in and grabbing the suitcase and like yeah Yeah. it's real now (laughs) (laughs) then we go straight into the rose ceremony and mj isn't even first of all mj wasn't she wasn't even sad when she was leaving she knew she was done the fact that she like uh, sure maybe you got caught up in the moment but to say that you're like a leader of the house i mean you have zero yeah, that, self-awareness yeah <laughs> she didn't even seem that broken up about it again i think she probably barely knew matt but mj leaves she's barely even in the car yet and serena sees the new villain the show just factory <laughs> yeah. farms them man they, that's, that's what they do they just have it lined up and they just you know send one off and bring a new one in now I, I okay, we'll get into the whole Katie versus Serena C thing because I am interested in your thoughts on Serena C and your thoughts on Katie as well. Uh, but we say goodbye to a few girls that I was sad to see go. Brittany, tough tenure. Yeah. She comes in, gets called a prostitute, leaves the week <laughs> after. Like Matt's like, oh, I can't send her home now. I I I don't think she's an escort, but I kind of look like a dick if I send her home that week. I had I had high hopes for her too. I thought she was gonna go. Yeah, me. I liked her. Yeah. Ryan why are you cry? chill hey, Ryan, <laughs> you don't chill out. you don't know him you don't know him she i've never seen a wetter face in my life in my life it was sopping wet with the tears look not to be crass i'd argue there's a lot of snot in there too it just it was a gross cry it was a gross cry that went on for a long while and maggie 
She seemed that like sucks, she was along man. for the ride, though. She wasn't too broken up about it. Dude, she was like, why did it seem like she was uh, escaping? Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> she was so happy. She is, uh, to be fair, the greatest catch in the world. Like, yeah. honestly, she is gorgeous. She's like this humanitarian. She came here on, I don't know what it was called, but it was like basically like some, uh, like a lottery visa. Just an insane story. Um, I think she's too good for paradise. I don't think she's going to be. Oh, there. yeah, I agree. She literally yeah, ended up like her last sentence was like, oh, there's a guy out there for me, though, and I can't wait to meet him. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I mean, I guess yeah. as, as yeah. great as Matt is, I guess you just kind of know at some point, like, it's it's not here. It's not for here, sure. which is totally fair. Now, and like exactly like we talked about uh, with Dylan's tweets, I think it was last week or the week before. Yeah, it's very obvious when you're actually in the house. Yeah. Who those relationships are like. Far, furthest along with and if you're and there are a few girls like if you're michelle if you're brie if you are maybe not abigail which is tragic, yeah. but if you yeah. are um rachel if you're those three you're like okay i i i'll take my relationship over anyone else's but yeah sure. if you're on the fringes you just don't know now serena this is my take okay and i know you guys will agree because we've seen it she knows <laughs> deep down that she's not a tier one bully she's not an mj she's not an anna she's not a victoria but she was a tier two bully. She was in on that whole, uh, she was dividing a, the house. She was she a was su- supporting cast member, member for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think she's still nervous about Katie. And I think that's where it came from being like, shit, this girl could still blow up my spot. I don't know. What were your thoughts on, on all that? Because the reason Katie wins these arguments, this is the last thing I'll say on the matter. I'll throw it over to you guys. It's because she's got the truth, man. She's yeah, like, at the end of the day, it, it is the truth I, that she has working for her and i saw people saying on twitter oh but she atta- she attacked serena like she started yelling at her for for no reason it's like serena went upstairs with the express purpose yeah of like calling her a snake not actually having any sort of discussion i don't know what were your thoughts on that whole situation i don't know to me the way like the way serena went about it made me think that she had like some friendship with mj and anna and like you know what i mean like it's like yeah. they were kind of a click within the house and she was mad that all of a sudden her best friends were gone, rightfully yeah. so, for being just bad people. Yeah. And then she just took her anger out on on Katie when, uh, like, I don't know. We're going to dive into this, I'm sure, because we alluded to it last week too. But was is Katie kind of, is she kind of, you know, going a little too far with this switching yeah. thing? I, I don't know. Because, but that's the thing. The truth is, like, she is speaking the truth every time that she does it, though. Like, it's not like she's yeah. fabricating anything. No, I, I, and look, the girls, when Serena comes down and she's talking shit and then I love that Katie comes up and she's like, yeah, I was just telling them what you said. And she's like, yeah. oh, what did I say? She's like, that you're not here for Matt. And yeah, she just girls, makes and it up. Like, what? I didn't like, say that. She goes, like, well, that was the general picture. Like, yeah, she's, that was the gist of it. She goes, well, that's, you obviously like weren't listening to me then. Cause like, <laughs> what? None of the girls were like, oh, yeah, that's right. She, Katie yeah. has been doing that. I, I think it's just Serena being like, oh, you're causing all these antics. Mm, no. The fact that Katie, to me, the biggest thing, she never said a name. She never mentioned that, anybody. And that's what she kept saying, too, is like, I never told yeah. Matt names. I just said there's like a lot of like bad, toxic behavior going on in the house right yeah. now. And then the girls worked it out. Like They're the ones who who ended up talking to Matt about it. Yeah. And I've, I've never seen that on the show. Someone talk to the bachelor or bachelorette and not mention a name. It's like, yeah, you just talk to them, see if you can fit. No, I, I, I like Katie. We'll get into her yeah. fate on this show, her, her ultimate demise, but let's jump in to Heather's arrival guys. Heather shows up. Talk about, okay. Your thoughts. She drives up in a little, 
Dodge Caravan. Yeah. She's tied. She talks to the guy at the gate. He has no idea who she is. You, the guy, arguably the up. guy at the gate didn't even know the bachelor was being filmed there. Yeah, he's he like, was he's so lost. Public right now, uh, <laughs> no <laughs> idea what was going on. He had no idea. He's like, oh, sorry, the movie theater's closed. Like, Dude, what? This is a re- resort. Wait, that? That's a. Re- oh well, then go on in by all means. Yeah, he had no clue what was going on, but we do get. Oh my god. Okay, so she said. First of all, she's saying she comes in. And we go. Oh, I just feel like I got to meet Matt. He's a great guy yeah no shit we all heard he's a great guy he's the yeah. bachelor it's like oh yeah. yeah all my friends keep saying he's awesome yeah he's the most coveted man in the world <laughs> yeah, like so, who do you think you are she's like my best friend my best friend hannah said that we'd be the perfect match together yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you must like really hold her her word is truth and yeah. it's actually so, so you, dumb though like just imagine uh, like a random like someone who's not affiliated with the bachelor just walking up yeah, my friend told me we'd be good together. Yeah, so I, yeah, I yeah. Just, just she's never him. been on the Chris show Harrison's reaction was so funny. Like he walks down the driveway, or probably took a golf cart down the driveway. He oh goes, yeah, Heather, what are you doing here? Okay. You could well, ruin there. the whole show. Yeah. Like he's not the one who orchestrated it. Like yeah. coop, coop. You literally just like saw it open my head, <laughs> took a thought out of my brain, and said it yourself. Because I couldn't agree more. The fact that they were like. Talk about overacting. Oh my god. So Heather? And she's like, well, Chris, Chris, what are you doing here? <laughs> like they're both so shocked to see each other. Like, okay, we know that this whole thing has been put together. And then we get oh, go back to your motel. And yeah. then one scene later, she's pouring her hair out of like a 10-story hotel. She's clearly at the resort. That's what like, I was what saying. are we even <laughs> pretending? Yeah. Like, and and has there ever been a car that's more of a rental car than what she got? <laughs> like, clearly the show was like, okay, our budget's low for you. Hey, you know what? Like, I think the budget was higher than that car indicated, and that's just all they had left. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it later, but the budget for this show is crazy yeah now oh man okay so basically they tried to make it seem all set up it, it wasn't at all i don't find heather um compelling or like all the antics in the room you're a crazy person bouncing pizza on your head yeah i was getting nutty <laughs> what, yeah. uh, what are we doing what's the she's like, oh isn't this crazy it's crazy that you would film it and think it's <laughs> worth one person seeing i don't know i'm dude it sucks because they 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 made Heather look lame. She got the lame edit. She got a clown edit. She came in thinking I'm gonna be a cool part of the show. They made her look like a clown on purpose. But let's and then we cut over to Piper's date. So we'll get back to Heather, of course, when she comes in the house and we see yeah. a little more of her. But let's jump into Piper's date. Man, first of all, Matt James, closet carny. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Carnival fan. How, <laughs> how do you guys feel about carnivals? Um, scary. Creepy. <laughs> scary. And I'm like, generally like, I don't know, not a, like I'm, I'm not pro or against. I'd yeah, say I'm closer kinda, to against. I'm down the middle of the road on. Like, Ask me this: Do you go to a carnival on your own volition, though? Ever? I never have, no. never will. Exactly. Always it's always invited to a carnival. Yes, that's see, there's something to be said time. about that. It's yeah. yeah. something to be said about the people who invite you to carnies. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. there's something to be said about those kind of people in your life. You yeah. might want to cut them loose. Stay away. From you might, might, yeah. you might. And look, you don't have to. I'm just saying. Like careful consideration. Really think. Like, is this person a, a carny? <laughs> because if, if you've got a carny in your life, it's got to go. But also, one all, of the funniest words of all time is carny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
There's no way any of those rides passed inspection. First of all, I feel like the carriage driver from last week put them all together half an hour before. He's out there hammering the... the... Well, they're, they're all rides that are like 18-wheelers that can transform into a, a carny ride. <laughs> those aren't safe. No. Yeah. Uh, one of them, they just had them go on a golf cart and the driver's blindfold. is like, oh, this one is crazy. Uh, but, man, Piper is a weird surprise man i thought she was done second episode they seem to actually have a real connection um how'd you guys feel about heather because i have a hot take about her heartfelt speech at the dinner table too but you guys how'd you feel about her sorry about about piper yeah yeah like i was i was kind of surprised as well and kind of caught off guard when she uh she got the one-on-one um but like like you said it seems like they i don't know if they had a that real of a connection going like into this date but um well Matt they, they sure had that to... wild makeout session in the middle they, of the group they, date. that's exactly oh, it they had Lord, that yeah. which kind of made me think oh like we don't really know what the relationship status is of anybody on this yeah. show is yeah. <laughs> and then um and then he kind of said like in his his intro uh to the to the one-on-one like something along the lines of um you know i've had my eye on you since day one like thank you for being so patient like it's like he quote unquote had a plan that he was gonna have this specific date with her um, so yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it was all right. It was fine. Yeah. Do you guys no, definitely feel, yeah. deforested that whole area just to like put yeah. the state? Like, yeah, I do. Dude, it was in the Dude. middle of the forest. First of all, it's too many rides. Too too many rides. They do there's think no way. There's no they, way they did all of them, right? No, I I like to think that some of the girls got to frolic out there. You know, you have some free time. Go yeah. ride the rides. Maybe even Chris sure. Harrison take some time off and do the little teapot. Tyler ride. Tyler Cameron was one. definitely on something. Yeah, I, I hope so. Now. Man, we get a, a classic. Uh, one of my favorite Bachelor tropes is the obscure band. What? Well, <laughs> yeah. Much more obscure than that. That was. You see how low that dude's shirt was by? <laughs> Holy smokes. And I got a little worried for Piper because that lead singer was one of the most gorgeous human beings I've ever seen. And her and Matt were making a, a lot of eye contact for a little while there. I thought like, Piper, you better spin him around. You better start dancing with him real quick because this woman's going to steal your, your girl. I don't it know if you guys thought they... about this either though, but if she didn't confess her love to him before that, the band literally sung about love for 20 minutes. Yeah. They would have switched no songs. They had a song about uh, friendship yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Green, Green Day's Holiday. <laughs> Okay, so I want to bring up quickly. I, I love, I love. One of my favorite things is when the girls feel the need to like out trauma each other or like out sob story. Yeah. And that was a classic case of Piper. She goes, uh, you know, my family, they're all together. We really love each other. We have a really great, uh, great foundational family. But we just don't tell each other that. Much. Just no one, no one just communicates it. <laughs> Okay, and it's like okay. I hope your I hope your mom's happy that you threw her under the bus. Yeah. His, I hope it was his, worth it for that kiss. Matt's face the whole time too is kind of like okay. Is there more? Like is there more? And then <laughs> yeah, yeah. then when he so realized that next? that was that was the point, he just oh okay. And then oh, he shit. had to, yeah no I get that too because yeah he had to throw out something abandoned me when and I that's what he yeah that's exactly so it's what he like had really to throw. comparable yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah almost mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we jump in. To the bowling date. Nothing hotter than a bowling shirt. Oh, baby. First of all, Matt's pants, everyone was distracted by the top. Those pants were painted on. Dude, man, you've got an incredible body. Loosen up the pants a little bit. Give it, we know. We know you've got the calves of a young Adonis, but we, it's, it's too tight. But 
Who do you think was the worst bowler by your guess? It's tough to tell. Kit. Yeah. It's got to be Kit, dude. I asked someone that last <laughs> night. They said, uh, they said Bree. Well, to be fair, she threw herself halfway down the lane on her <laughs> shot. She, threw, she just went flying, but it's got to be Kit. Uh, Kit went with the bold move that day of also dressing up like an eight-year-old boy. Like she had like the sweater vest on and, and the jeans. It's like a very much a schoolboy outfit. But And then she upgraded to the bowling shirt. But I, I do <laughs> love how Matt, at the end of each date, he addresses each girl almost before he gives out the rose. Mm-hmm. I love that man. Yeah. Some people are making fun of him on Twitter. It's kind I think of that's like, so sweet. I I I agree with you, but it's kind of like also a slap in the face. Like, hey, I like you, but I'm gonna give the rose to this person. Yeah, yeah. like I, I noticed it. I noticed he started doing it like a a couple of weeks ago, and then I felt a little weird about it this episode particularly because mm-hmm. he was like Chelsea. Like, I really uh, appreciate you being continuing to be vulnerable with me. Yada yada yada. Mm. then turns his head and like, looks at somebody else and then yeah. gives them the rose it's like yeah because yeah. I, I, like you said he, he might do it to all the girls but we only get a cut version where he says it's like two people yeah. and yeah. you don't know if and someone's always gonna get a weak compliment too like hey i for sure like your face sometimes like your shoes that's yeah. so yeah. true yeah like oh yeah chelsea your sh- your shoes were just <laughs> spectacular tonight and, yeah that's true can you work man okay i don't want to be a like I'm not trying. Look, I'm not saying I don't like her. I feel like I'll get eviscerated for this because, again, we put people on a pedestal very quickly on this show. Mm-hmm. I like her. I don't really get all the Chelsea fuss. I don't get it, man. She's she's fine. She's beautiful. We we had that that heartwarming story about her her hair. I thought that was really interesting. And then we haven't gotten anything else. I see people on Twitter being like, "Oh, Chelsea, slow oh, slayed it again." Yeah, I liked her dress. I what, I haven't seen her at all. They're like, "Oh, she's too good for Matt." Is she? I, I don't know. I don't know anything about her. I, how do I just, you guys feel? Yeah, I just don't know. Like Matt leads on like they have like a very good relationship between the two mm-hmm. or a strong relationship. But like I just like I feel like I don't. I don't know if this is editing or what. But like I feel like I don't know her like I know some of the other girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where where they stand. Like and I don't like I said I don't know if that's because of editing or just quite literally like a lack of time that they actually spend together. And I, mm-hmm. I just don't know. Yeah, so I, again, like she's she's fine, but that's a lot of girls this season. Like you're not winning yeah. the show. Let's let's cut you loose. No, hey, Chelsea yeah. can stay, but girls like just Daniela. I'm kind of putting picks. them in the same. Once again, she's one of my. Picks. Oh, is she? Oh shit. Okay, my my step my, my bad. Step yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were going in on my pick earlier today. Like, <laughs> yeah. wait, who's your oh Jasenia? Jasenia. Uh, I said she wore a badonkadonk outfit. Yeah, There's no higher compliment. Nah, okay. okay. Who do now, you still have left? Rachel and who? Rachel. That's it. That's, that's it? it? Oh, I, I like, forget. What am I going to so say? I may have had... I got um, all three of mine. All three of mine are still... Yeah, who was... Mari or Kayla, and then it was the lawyer. So I had one, two of those three. I can't remember which, but they're all three are gone, and then Rachel was the first pick. But Sheesh. let's jump into... Um, let's jump into Heather's official arrival. She comes in. A Dodge motherfucking caravan, emblematic of her whole time there, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Now, my favorite th- favorite thing, first of all, that she drove herself, and then <laughs> to branch off that, the fact that she must have brought like some New Balance sneakers with her because you can't drive in heels. She must have had to switch shoes in the parking in lot. In the parking lot and then walk up the stairs. <laughs> walking up, yeah. Man, okay. Let's jump into Kate- Katie's date. Okay. Because... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, like me, Carson, we're talking throughout. I like Katie still. I thought it I, went painful good. to watch. Like I thought it was painful to good. watch. I I like Katie a lot, mm-hmm. but I do like I knew the second 
what I found, like when I found out what that spa date actually was going to be. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he let on and I think she felt like it was going to be a nice spa day that they're going to have together. Romantic. But, like, maybe you're massaging each other. Maybe, maybe. But the fact that their whole day at the spa was a prank on somebody else. Yeah. I just knew like, Dude, if you're, you're first, going home at the end of this. If your first date with a girl is a prank. <laughs> I mean, you've got yourself a bro. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, but, like, I don't, but at the same time, like, I don't know why he would do that or they'd schedule it like that or organize it like that because you, you know that that um like that kind of silly part of your relationship is there between the two of you like you know that's like that funny you get the same kind of humor you don't know what the romantic side is so why would you gear a date to like to find that yeah. out more like i don't feel like they really gave her a fair shot in that do i think there was a romantic connection at all or would there have been no but i just still think they kind of shafted her by the yeah. way they organized that a look that is I, I didn't think about that, and, and that is totally fair. Overall, I think, like, the idea in general was a really fun date. For sure. Uh, I like that stuff. Like, that. Yeah, that's my kind of humor. I like... <laughs> Perfect that it was Matt and Tyler. Too. Yeah. Like, that combo, <laughs> you couldn't have had it better. We needed more... Dude, what's up with the producers, though? We needed more of Tyler's reactions. Like, yeah. he is gold anytime he's on the TV. The fact that he was checking himself out in the mirror <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. Like, I mean, dude, if I looked like that my my whole home would be mirrors it would all be mirrors like i get yeah, we, it for we, sure. we didn't get enough tyler uh screen time i don't we think. did not but i do love that matt saying the confessional like yeah it's great to have tyler here i mean like the process worked for him so it's great to i yeah but, i i, I guess, guess it but did kind of he got dumped and then got to steal every girlfriend on the lower east side and got to date a hadid <laughs> for a couple months I, I wouldn't say it worked in the way you're trying to make it work but fair enough now yeah, Katie's his bro. I mean, I don't know. At least he might invite her to his bowling team after this. I think that's the big <laughs> takeaway is like, Katie, you may have a new weekly activity with the boys after yeah, this. Yeah, like, like you being Tyler, like how we hit the uh, how we hit the lanes. <laughs> zero romantic chemistry. I think he just needed to find a third roommate for him and Tyler. <laughs> grabbing beers and bowling every Tuesday with K-Dog. But, rent. Yeah, man. And then we get hit with unprecedented, I think, and I don't know if you knew what I was talking about when I texted it to you, Coop. Maybe you did. The pickup put down ropes. I've oh, never yeah. seen that move. No, so that's what that's why I texted you, and it kind of got lost because I, I texted you about we five were, times in a we row. We were rapidly going yeah. back, yeah. Because he picks it up, starts explaining stuff, and then I, I texted David. I was like, oh, my gosh, no way she's <laughs> actually getting the rose. Like, this is one, it was one of the most cringy things because she was saying how much she enjoyed the day and how much she, like, enjoys their connection. His face just, like, didn't move. It was so awkward. Like, so, so awkward to watch. Yeah. And then he says, but, and then it explains that they can't and her face can't go forward. Moved. Right? Her, her face, face just, yeah. And the rose goes back down. Unprecedented move, 100%. Yeah. Oh, God. Do now, you guys agree did... with the move? Do you want to see it come back or get rid of it? What, the no, pick I, up I, put down? Yeah, the pick up put down. Depends oh. on the girl. Depends, Depends on the girl. On the I love, I, I do love it. Kind of sucks for Katie because I liked her. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like it. I, I like the move, but it did suck because I, I did like Katie. Yeah. 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 Just as a person. It's, I wonder if he was directed to do that or after he was like, oh shit, oh, I, should, shit. I shouldn't have touched the rose. <laughs> I she think that's what high. it was. Yeah. I think that's what it was because when he said butt, you just saw that he's like, what am I doing oh, with this one? Oh, yeah. like, he was <laughs> just fidgeting. He's like, oh, I'm nervous. He's like, oh, I well, thought I picked up my cup. Happened. He's given everyone a rose on the group <laughs> yeah. dates for. He's like, this is what we do, right? Oh shit, no, sorry, I forgot. I actually don't like you. No, <laughs> I, uh, I'll put that back. My bad. That's that yeah. one's on me, Katie, K dog. <laughs> but she did seem to to see it coming. She had a weirdly good line at the end where she was like, "Sometimes you paint your whole future 
only to have it erased. Well, you can't erase paint, but I, I yeah, like the sentiment. It seemed yeah. a little bit planned, but which I, I mean, yeah, maybe she saw it coming. A lot of people are saying Katie for Bachelorette. Um, okay, I, I'm down with it. If she doesn't get it, though, I'm wondering who else from the season would you want to see? You can pick a girl that's still here if you want, or maybe it would be best to do a girl that's not here. Uh, if I'm going to pick from somebody who's still here, like anyone, a Michelle, anyone. I said I put Michelle, I put Brie. And yeah, uh, Mari, 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 Mari might be. Oh, Mari, Mari, I got a and, dude. I, I don't want to say she's hot. You got MJ. I, I think MJ, and, and, <laughs> MJ would be spicy. The amount of sport jacket skirts we would see would be a new record. <laughs> oh man, um, I would end honestly. I'll say it always, Maggie. Bring her on. I want to spice yeah. it. That would be awesome. Now, yeah. We jump into the rose ceremony. Bree really flying under the radar, but she she and Matt still every time we see them together, there's a lot of chemistry. Did anyone pick? Someone must have picked Bree. It might have been. It might have been me. Actually, it might have been me. Certain you did. There's no way that she didn't get selected. Yeah, I, I, I think I did pick Bree. Yeah, so she she is doing very well still. Heather, dude, Heather might actually get murdered. She walks in first of all. <laughs> she she pushes the wrong door coming in that should have been the first yeah that was tough like Like, just just, turn around you hear all like the subtle comments from the girls are all like oh 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 oh, yeah dude rachel (laughs) looked worried as hell yeah why was she stressing like that so she's been from the outside world she saw the the shit going down from my time in high school she got (laughs) she got a little worried but i man very weird that she well i get it's a tough situation she doesn't say hi to any of the girls she gives them a little wave and then keeps going on her way Man, she's lucky that MJ isn't there or that Dodge Caravan would have been on fire by now. But we don't know how it's going to go. Very weird. Well, yes, we do. She's getting sent home because she's a weirdo. And this whole situation um, was set up for her to fail. Uh, so For sure. I hope so. I sure hope so. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to – it seemed very, very weird. It seemed like Matt was not into it. it seemed like Piper wanted to – I don't know. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, triangle chokehold. But, <laughs> boys, if you're ready, because I know Coop, busy man, thank you, my sir, for joining <laughs> us. Oh, God, Absolutely. thank you. Absolutely, my pleasure to be here. Let's jump into our roses and our thorns real quick. Again, we stole a segment from Chicks in the Office, so shout, shout out to them. Now, let's jump into it. You you start us off, Gary. What you got? What was your rose this episode? I'm going to give my rose to Maggie, just for being so wholesome and yeah. just... Taking it on the chin, like sure it didn't work she out. She was so happy. She leaving. was so happy. She's always so happy, even when she was in the middle of that lake for seven hours. She was just smile on the face the whole time. It what was... if she got back into the lake and just start paddling away? <laughs> like that was how she got there. Yeah. All right, good one, Coop. How about you? Uh, my rose is gonna go to Tyler Cameron because I cannot get enough of that gentleman. Yeah. I listen. If the whole show scrap anybody else on the show, if it was just a show where a camera followed that man around every day, I'd watch it. Yeah. And now, uh, just just for him making an appearance, he's got that, my rose. That is a great, great pick. Uh, and in fact, it was, it was my pick. I'll see ah. if I can think maybe, was there anything else? Because I really love, mm, you know what? I want to say that little pillow fort that the girls had made when, when Katie comes down, I'm going Tyler C. That's my real one, but a secondary one look cozy as hell, dude. They had just pillows stacked everywhere where Serena comes down. They were chilling like crazy. (laughs) I was into that. So, so I'll give, I'll give uh, my, my rose to that Gary. What's getting your thorn here. Hmm. 
I don't know. I, I'll, I'll kick it to Coop first. Uh, okay, Coop, you start us off. Yeah, um, I think my Thorn's going to go to just the very awkward interaction that we saw at the very end when Heather interrupts um, Piper and Matt at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, just her walking in and, like, I get Matt's, like, in a super, like, strange situation and he doesn't know what's going on. He just laughs. But, like, that was super weird that he just started bursting out laughing. I, dude, I get it. I, he has, I guarantee when he looks back, he's like, I have no memory. Oh, for laughing. sure. Like, yeah. I would have completely blacked out too, but like, it just was super weird because they kept showing like Piper and she's like, ah, uh, what the heck's going on here? And yeah. all he kept doing is like, knee slap laughing. Die. Like, that's, yeah. that's Matt James, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, laughing his head yeah. off. And like, I thought, probably like, I killed it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I <laughs> yeah it. exactly. So my thorn's not to Matt James at all. It's just yeah. like that it's whole that situation was just, was just awkward. Because yeah. of Heather, so I'm okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the producers who did Heather dirty. They like look. <laughs> I think I don't want. I don't like Heather that much. I really have no reason to. I, I don't know why she was. She wasn't a great personality on the show. The whole reason she was on Colton's season is because she hadn't kissed anyone before, and Colton was a virgin coming in. So I was like, oh, here's two experienced bit. Like this is hilarious, and she was like a, a bit. And now she's the one coming back. So I'm not a fan of her. But the fact that they just made her look like a fool. Like they really like made her look like a court jester. And, <laughs> and, and that's sure. a court <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like the fact that her whole role was just was just a joke. Mm. Um, I don't know if you're on board with that or not, Gary. Yeah, no, I'm on board with that. But I think I'm going to have to give it to Katie's date, actually. Just because... Mm. All right. I don't know. Like Coop said earlier, they, they did it to be dirty. desired. And yeah, too. I left a lot. I agree. Mine was mine was between the Heather interaction and that date. Like that date, just like it, they did her dirty. They yeah. ne- she never stood a chance. All I, right. But I also don't think it was it was uh, fixable. But yeah, give her a shot. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're all on board. Heather's going home next week. Yeah. Oh, Heather's going home in ten like ten seconds of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually going to give her. She an lasted advance, longer than I thought. They milked it. She did. They milked well, it. I didn't know that. It, like. I thought this was the whole episode we see her come and go, but like they're stretching it to next week. Sure. I mean, I don't care, dude. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Thanks so much for joining (laughs) us. Coop. We're going to hop on with our boy beer and we will, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. All right. Peace. Guys, welcome back to some NBA talk. We got producer Gary kind of hiding in the background. He'll jump on for some rapid fire fun. We got Caleb Beer in the house. And unfortunately, as we said before, we lost Carson for this segment, but that's okay. We are going to jump in this week. I'm very excited to talk about our first all-star voting returns. Now, last week, we got our first sort of look at how the voting, how the fan voting has been shaking out. And at the West, the starters, if voting were to end right now, would be Steph, Luka, LeBron, Kawhi, and Jokic. In the East, Beal leading the guards. Bradley Beal on the horrible, horrible Wizards team leading the guards. And we got Kyrie, Durant, Giannis, and Embiid. Beer looking at that list, looking at the landscape of all-star voting right now. Who is your biggest surprise? And it doesn't necessarily have to be on the starters. It can be a- anyone, anyone that you saw on that list. Of, they gave top tens for guards and forwards for both conferences. 
stole my thunder a little bit. It's definitely Brad Beal at number one, mainly because mm. it's like it's fan voting right now, and I didn't really know that Brad Beal was like popular like that. I guess I, dude, he's leading the whole East, and you know what? He actually isn't popular like that. I know. I, I well, obviously, I guess he is, but in years past. Do you mind if I hit you with, because I wrote down some of his former, he was eighth last year, and this is in guards, eighth last year, seventh the year before that, then fifth the year before that, which isn't bad, and then tenth the year before that. So this is first time even cracking, I don't know, top four in guards, and he's he's number one in the whole year. Insane. To me, I think that voting is coded in a little bit of pity. But whatever, he's scoring a million points per game. What are your thoughts on on Beal maybe being an all-star starter? Yeah, you always got to wonder with the early voting if there's some shenanigans, like maybe some celebrity I'm unaware of, some TikTok star. Uh, Justin Bieber blew <laughs> up uh, Kyrie yeah. or uh, Kyle Lowry a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, he did it for Chris Paul too one year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So maybe, I don't know, there might be some shenanigans I'm not aware of. Yeah, yeah, that, that is a great, that's a great pick. Now, I've got one that we're all a big fan of this player, John Morant. John Morant doing very well in the rankings. He's having an awesome year once again, but he missed a decent chunk of time with an injury and his team still crushed it while he was away. I don't know if you remember beer during that stretch, the, yep. the Grizzlies still run a tear, which to me is, you know, it's not a statement on against uh Morant's game necessarily but it's sometimes a little bit of a deterrent it's like okay your team still crushed it without you Donovan Mitchell is the, the best player on one of the best teams in the whole league Jaw is in a smaller market and so and 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 Jaw is beating him Donovan Mitchell in in the in the voting so far so I guess I was kind of pleasantly surprised to, to see how much People love Jaw again in that small Memphis market. It's nice to see. I certainly don't think he deserves to be in the conversation above Donovan Mitchell. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get the feeling there's like not a lot of Donovan Mitchell love just like mm-hmm. around the league. There was like a ton his rookie year because we wasn't really expected to be as good of a player as he was yeah. early on. But yeah, he doesn't seem like. No, I'm not even really sure why. It just doesn't seem like he resonates with people in the same way as Josh. Yeah, I, I agree. And But they're both explosive, ex- exciting players. I don't know. Maybe it's just a little bit of uh, – maybe we're starting to get to that point with Donovan Mitchell where it's like, okay, prove it in the playoffs. Like, we know you're going to be a pretty good regular season player. Uh, you obviously dropped a 3-1 lead last year. Let's see a little bit more. But, look, the, the West tends to fluctuate. But right now, the Jazz – first place in the whole league half a game up on the lakers so i think we need a little bit more donovan mitchell love again first the first voting returns are always a little shaky but one last one here mellow not Lamelo, carmelo still cracking the top 10 man i love it averaging 12 and a half points per game on 38 percent from the field <laughs> i mean what are we doing but mellow mellow's got his fans man i don't, I don't know yeah there's nothing really to say there but uh nice to nice to see a little bit of uh respect for the veteran now who is your biggest snub beer maybe you're going back to Donovan. i don't know where you're going anywhere I think it's either Christian Wood or Brandon Ingram's like mm. solely for the fact that Wiggins is above both of them. And I know he's, 
been playing better lately, but he's not been better than either of those dudes. That's the Warriors year. bump. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's not been better. He's actually had a pretty good year. I refuse to head back on Wiggins Island, but he has. You're right. He has looked really, really solid over the past. Honestly, it's been like a four week stretch for him where he's been a really solid contributor. Those are both great picks, Brandon Ingram. It's going to be tough for him if he stays on the Pelicans for the next few years because Zion is just going to be stealing a lot of those yeah. votes, unfortunately. Um, and and who, else, who else did you say? You said Ingram and, oh, Christian Wood. Okay, Christian Wood, fair yeah. enough. Christian Wood, I think, like 22 and 10. Really yep. solid year. Um, yeah, he should definitely be, be in consideration. The fact that we're even saying that, though, is awesome and obviously he he went in with an injury so it uh it that that will uh impact him going forward i'm sure but yeah the fact that this guy it was cut 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 and now we're saying oh he's being overlooked for an all-star spot that is awesome i i have to go i gotta go with uh, two guys on the same team maybe i go bear i think he's gonna make it over conley but it's it's weird to me that go bear is he's 10th as such an impactful guy, we're, we're talking about all the, I'm not a jazz fan either, but if you're a jazz fan, listen to this, this is the podcast for you, baby. But I, I got to go with Gobert Cause again, this is, this is a guy who's the anchor of a really good defense and, uh, and really getting not much consideration, but this pains me to say it. Cause I'm not a fan of this player. I don't know how you feel. I'm, I'm actually curious. I don't know if we really talk about him that much. Chris Middleton, man. Let's give Chris Middleton some love. Jeez, he's having his best season ever, and he doesn't even crack the top 10? Look, the Bucks have been maybe a little bit, a bit disappointed. They're 16 and 8, second in the East, just below the Sixers. And they're still a really solid team. And again, his stats are better than they've ever been, not by a ton, but still, as a former All-Star, I'm surprised. But it's just not a sexy game beer. It's just not a sexy game. Yeah. But I'd certainly say he's more deserving than any of like five through 10 on the uh, Eastern conference. Guys less votes than Jeremy Graham. <laughs> Are you look, Jer, I, I know Jeremy listens to the pods. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to alienate him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the five-star rating Jay, but dude, the Pistons are the worst. Look, and I, Record-wise, they're the worst team in the league. When you watch them, you think, fuck yeah, they're the worst team in the league. They <laughs> suck. Dude, someone's got to score. Up. Man, Jeremy Grant over Chris Middleton is a crime. Of course, he's not going to make it, and Middleton will. But um, I, what what changes would you like to see in the starting line? To me, honestly, everything is perfect in the West. Steph, Luka, LeBron, Kawhi, Jokic seems right. Maybe AD has a, has a chance to catch Kawhi. But um, I, I'm maybe more interested. You can tell me any changes you make. I'm more interested on your thoughts on the NBA insisting on the game. And I, I hopefully I know your thoughts, but I don't know. Okay, what do you What do you think? Yeah, I mean it. it, it it's not very. Uh, I don't think it's great. It's pretty clearly a money play. I'm not even really that interested in the game with. Like the all-star game already has every year sort of like, does everyone actually really want to be there for it? And this yeah. year people are being open about the fact that they don't want to be there. I can't imagine it's going to be a great product on the court, but especially after when you, two like years. when you combine that with the health and safety issues that yeah. you like, there's no getting around it. It's more dangerous to have the game than not have it. So mm. yeah, it doesn't really seem like a, it's going to pay off very well. 
yeah, you talked about obviously the health and safety measures and, and, and that whole aspect of it, which is the most important aspect, even in terms of a product, we're coming off of two years where the game felt completely revitalized. We've had the draft. It seemed to like last year was so competitive. It was, it was fucking awesome to watch. Dude, guys are not going to give a shit. It seems like we're we're losing the whole draft aspect of it, which was a really interesting wrinkle. Just 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 wait a year. Like it's yeah, like you said, it's so transparently greedy. It's unsafe. It's unnecessary. Your key players, you got Durant, you have Darren Fox. I mean, uh, a, a young star. You have LeBron James and Giannis all saying like this is not worth it. It feels we're gonna we quote lebron later in our rapid fire questions feels like a bit of a slap in the face to be honest uh, these players are, are have come out they want to start later in the season they, the nba said oh you're gonna lose i think it was a certain amount you're gonna lose 500 million dollars or something so they're like okay we'll start on martin luther king day um when they, they're fine with that and and then they have to make another sacrifice so they don't get the week off to spend time with their family it just it's gonna create a mess it's inevitable and all the people that have to be there to put the game on for something yeah. that isn't actually related to any sort of competitive outcomes in the league this year. It's just a, a showcase. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm out on it. Yeah. Will I watch it? Yes. But for the, and this is out of pure morality, I'm going to, and this is from the bottom of my heart, this comes from a very pure place. I'm going to pirate the stream just out of solidarity with the players. So um, unless it, buffers in which case i'll watch on my tv and give them the ratings but <laughs> here's a question though beer we're already down there we've already got a bunch of the, the best players in one area do, do you want to see a dunk or three-point contest they would do it the same day maybe they do the dunk contest at halftime i don't know are you are you interested in seeing that yeah i mean i guess like yeah well the thing every, is it just like i really enjoy all-star saturday and i enjoy the all-star game but like I'm not sure I'm really that interested in a neutered version of both of them yeah. with the exception of LeBron potentially being in the dunk contest. Like that's probably yeah. not. All right. So let's, let's do a fun little, who, who's your ideal lineup and let's make it, I don't know, semi realistic. Let's say we're able to have a dunk contest this year. It is. Um, and maybe they do it remotely. You, that is something you could do remotely, especially with the three point contest as well. Who are your top dunkers for and i'll give you any number of choices you know it's normally four but i'll give you a couple alternates if you want what are you thinking i mean zach levine for sure if he makes yeah. it gotta be gotta be in there i think i'd go probably lebron you want you want a little okay yeah okay let yeah. me let me hear you the one like because... either that or we go like Jokic versus <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like i would love that you bring Pau gasol yeah. back yeah you just yeah, get exactly. all the all the tall white dudes who can't Jokic you can't adam silver shoes yeah man so i i tried to go i tried to go realistic with it like i would love to see a lebron i'm doubtful john zion it tragically seems like both are kind of already disinterested for their whole career but I think you got to get Derek Jones Jr. back. You got to get the the former champ back. I would love to see Jalen Brown. I don't think it's this year. I think he's too smart a guy to be like, oh yeah, I'll go down during a pandemic. And he's he's I think a little too smart for that. But Miles Bridges need me some Miles Bridges. And here's another one because Miles Bridges, you kind of look and you go, oh that's like an Amari Stoudemire esque sort of dunker who was awesome in the dunk Mm -hmm. contest. Now I want another big man, Obi Toppin. 
get him in there. He's doing through the legs dunks in college games. He, he can make it interesting. And my last one, you may rip on me for this, but he would be awesome. Cassius Stanley, who is on the Pacers. Not a great player. He he was a huge, huge he prospect when he went to Duke, and now he's kind of you know second round pick, making his way through uh, through the the G League at times, taking a few minutes off the bench. But he is an awesome dunker. Bridges, he would probably have some of the best dunks of the year this season. He's been awesome. Mm-hmm. He would have to involve uh, Lamelo. That would be incredible. But who are some of the? I got I got some spicy takes for some shooters you'd want to see in the three point contest. I, I was kind of going just based on players that are already be there because I didn't think they'd be uh, bringing people in. Sure, but that's smart. I mean, a Trey Young, of course. Mm-hmm. But like, I would also kind of love to see like Russ if he makes it, or like Ben Simmons, or like oh, I love Jokish. it. Yeah. Like, okay. Just so, like if you're gonna do it, just like have some fun with it and have guys that you wouldn't normally yeah. have in there. So the two that I had or Jokic, because I would love to see if he could even get to the racks in time. I would love to see if, like, he just runs at a time straight up running from one three-point line to the other corner. And my other one, he's not going to go in the dunk contest. I think we have to give up on that dream. Give me LeBron in the three-point contest, man. I think that would be awesome. He's hitting a career high from three, and I think that would be so cool to pull on his resume because, look, MJ won a dunk contest. He went in one three-point contest. I don't know if you know this beer. And he had the lowest score in the hit has currently still the lowest score in the history of the dunk contest. You know what's surprising? Never came back. MJ, competitive guy. That is very surprising. So I would love to see LeBron go in and see what he can do. He's not winning it because, of course, we want LeBron's jumper so much. Yeah, well, he's not Ah. not going to be quick enough to. We got our steps. We got our Beals. We got our Lillards. But, yeah, spice it up with a a Jokic in there. I love where your head's at. Now, let's jump in to our rapid-fire questions. Beer and Producer Gary, you available? Can you hear me? Are you out there? Mayday, Mayday. Hey. All right. Well, maybe um, maybe he'll jump in morning. later. Maybe he's playing. Maybe he's playing possum. Sometimes producer Gary likes to do that, which is detrimental to the podcast. Sometimes he'll just literally play dead, and I have to drive over to his house. Actually, disappointing. It's a little bit of an attention thing, but uh, yeah, he he needs it. He's producer Gary. So let's jump in, guys. Earlier this week, the Lakers veteran Jerry. Jared Dudley dropped a book surrounding the NBA bubble experience. The catch. It's only forty-two pages. What is an experience that you could turn into a 42-page book beer? What you got? Um, so pre-pandemic last year, I think it was early 2020, right? We went to Montreal for yeah. a little, uh, little trip. Uh, Be myself. careful. Tread carefully here. I'm a professional, right? <laughs> yeah. As am I. Um, okay. With Carson and my roommate, Charles. Yeah. And the first night we're there, we've had a couple of drinks, just a couple yeah and uh we're on our way back to our airbnb oh god and we lost the key lord and now we're in i think minus like 15 degree weather downtown montreal so cold our phones are all dead (laughs) we have no keys yeah and uh i I don't think i can tell the whole story but that's when the book comes. yeah no i i think we'll leave it at that but if we got to, dude, so it's a book that I think we would limit to 42 pages, but it could probably crack into being a real book. That, man, sure, dude, we show up, it's legit freezing. 
Yeah, we were cu- look, fuck. Like I'm on vacation cool. time. Vacation David will have a few beers in the evening. Yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm not at my sharpest. I'm not the one who lost the key though. Dude, I'm still so mad, but it was so cold. That's a great so the one anecdote I will I will uh put out there is you, you did decide to buy a toothbrush and toothpaste at about <laughs> oh, yeah. one in the morning at a convenience store, which you thought was like the big purchase we need to make. Dude, I was in full survival mode very quickly. <laughs> I've had a very cushioned life, and I was like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, we were all, uh, well, no. Okay, you know what? We're leaving it there. But in my mind at that point, I was like, toothbrush, toothpaste, my man. We're getting these teeth cleaned. And uh, you know what? I, You know what? I stand by it. I forgot about that. Mine would have to, <laughs> I don't even know if we really want to get into this. Uh, you, you would know all the details more than the people would. But I'm not a big, um, I'm not a big, online dating guy at all in fact i've only went on one tinder date in my life beer and uh went on a date a little copy little copy date went fine i'm in toronto for the first time this is my my first internship there you know just trying to trying to trying to trying to start a, a casual dating experience and what a whirlwind affair that was. I mean, that, and it was it was one of the crazier experiences i've i've and it was longer than i ever planned have you ever had it where you don't really want to see like bump into someone and it feels like you can't help but just bump into them like basically it did not end well i'll leave it at that and then uh bumped into bumped into them at, uh, <laughs> at a local tavern when they were back at you know when we were both back at university and um oh yes yes yeah. is it coming yeah. back into your mind yeah it, it so sure uh, beer yeah. didn't see the beginning of it because of course it started in another city he saw the end. I of will it, never though. forget the end. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, next question it is. All right. When asked about the upcoming All-Star Game festivities, like we said before, LeBron told reporters he didn't understand why they were having the game at all, saying he, quote, had zero energy or excitement and that it felt like, quote, a slap in the face. Beer, what was a task you were forced to do that felt beneath you? I was gonna say this podcast, but I'll I'll play nice. <laughs> nice zing. I don't think I really have one. Uh, man of the people. There's quite literally nothing below me, so I don't think I can answer. That's a, wow, you're really giving off a false image, Gil. You're sitting on an ivory stool right now. People can't see. It's made out of ivory. The amount of elephants that had to die for Caleb just to squat there and do a podcast is absurd. But uh, I respect the uh, the Fugazi. And now. I got to say during, look, internships are bullshit, dude. And my first one, they had this like little FIBA tournament and sales weren't big because it was a FIBA tournament. It was like Canada's B team versus Puerto Rico. Like, <laughs> wow, shocking that sales aren't big. And so I think they were getting a little bit desperate. And, uh, and dude, it was so funny. My, uh, he wasn't my boss, but he was like adjacent to my boss. He came in every day that sales were low and I couldn't tell if he was kidding. He had a very dry sense of humor. And he was like, this is your fault. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are we doing, man? He goes, you're part of marketing. And our sales really is like, dude, I can't make the players be better. I can't make people care in Canada about Puerto Rico basketball. But that being said, I was feeling a little desperate. And so they said, David, I need you to put these posters up throughout the subway, which is very illegal which is very not allowed. And so I said like, oh, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. 
and say, oh, well, just do it. You just have to tape it up. You don't have to stay there and like hand stuff out. You just tape it up and leave. Dude, they had me for a whole day taking the subway around the city, posting illegally these flyers for Puerto Rico versus Canada. Like, oh, no one's playing that anyone's heard of. The it wasn't even good tape. It was like scotch tape. I would put it there. I'd like look around and kind of like run off. There was cameras everywhere. I was paranoid. It was the most uncomfortable task I've ever done. And, uh, and you know what? The saddest part, it probably wasn't beneath me. But beer, the latest news coming out of New York. Derek Rose back on the Nip Knicks, back with Tommy Thibodeau. Beer, when was a time you enjoyed a long-awaited reunion? I think it was like the first time post-pandemic in the summer when things cooled down a little bit and we were able yeah. to uh, hang out in an outdoor space and have some uh, some beers. I think that was probably, yeah. I yearned uh, for it. Recently. I yearned yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. And Need that. yeah. Me, yeah, me and Beer used to be able to go for strolls together. He used to live near me. Now it's cold. He lives a little bit farther. We can't do it. I feel you, Beer. And I had written down, like, now, obviously, that'll be my long way reunion. But you know what else I'm going? I'm going Bachelor in Paradise, baby. Give me oh, it back. Let's get, some, let's get some hot people on a beach wanting to punch each other. Let's get some pinatas being sabotaged. Let's get some, some, some hot tubs getting made out in. That's what I need. And I know you're on the same page. Yeah, as long as Dylan isn't on this season, I'm more <laughs> right, than happy right. to and uh, that's, come that's on here it for, That's it. it for this episode. <laughs> Dude, we talked about Dylan a lot last episode no uh, during Bachelor. And we, uh, we were like... We didn't go into like, oh, you hate, but we were like, yeah, we can't talk about this with beer because he yeah, is a Dylan hater. Uh, okay, beer. Let's jump into our picks from this week. It is close, man. Okay, last week, man, it, it got tight. Caleb, you're at six and eight, respectable six and eight. I'm at five hundred. I'm seven and seven on my picks. Carson is at eight and six. We're all right there. Now, this week we have the Heat at the Rockets on Thursday. Bucky's at Jazz on Friday and the Lake show playing the nuggies on Sunday. Carson sent in his picks. He's going heat. He's going jazz and he's going Lakers. What do you, what are you going beer? I'm going heat jazz and nuggies. Mm, okay. Okay. Jimmy Butler's back. Oh, I think I'm gonna, I think no Christian Wood. Ooh, and you've got two. Okay. I'm going oh, heat. Bucks Lakers. Okay, there we go. Heat Bucks Lakers. We got we got one swerve in there. All right, guys. Thank you so much. If you've made it this far, it was a wild episode, beer. All three of our segments have just been uh well, this one was probably the most on the rails. I'd say that. So congratulations. <laughs> I don't know if we have an award. Uh, if Gary were here, he'd be presenting you with your on the rails of the week award. But guys, thank you if you've managed to stick with us for this long. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Gary's not in here. He's learning away in class. So I'll say it for him. A wet bird never flies at night. Thank you and peace. <laughs>